Hey everyone, it's Brittany, one half of your terrible hosts. Welcome to 2020. To jumpstart the new year, Elle and I are talking about the quagmire that are resolutions and we fall down the rabbit hole of reading listicles off the internet. You're listening to a podcast about terrible yoga. Spoiler alert, it's New Year's, so we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions today and whether or not we do them and whether or not we think they're useful or probably more likely useless. Before before we get into that, first off, if you're listening to this episode on actually New Year's Day, give yourself a pat on the back that you managed to survive the garbage dumpster fire that was 2019. And also for surviving the debauchery of whatever you did last night. Really good for you. Real, like solidly good for you. Yeah, genuinely. If you're listening to this while you're hungover, I mean, like email us and we'll send you money. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you to listen yeah. to this episode. <laughs> Before we dive into all of that stuff, though... We're going to talk about our practices because that's something that we do and we check in, see how things are going. So Elle, (laughs) last time was a really, really great update on your end. So how are things going? Yeah. Okay. So uh, since we recorded, which can I just say like that we are obviously not recording this on or even close to New Year's, it is November 28th right now. Um, And we recorded the last episode that we recorded uh, less than a week ago. In that week, cool story, I have managed to fracture my foot. I forgot about that. So (laughs) that is, yeah, that yoga practice is not really happening uh, right now so much. I'm very sorry that I asked you that because I completely forgot about no, your foot. It's okay. It's okay. I was hoping that it wasn't actually fractured and that it like it would just go away. No. Yeah, my my foot is broken. So, <laughs> how's your practice going? <laughs> well, so with the caveat that we did record our last episode less than a week ago, I did in fact do yoga today. I practiced today. And by practice today, I mean, I went to the gym at my work on my lunch break and did some hip openers and that, and that is what is qualifying as a yoga practice today, but I really needed it. I, uh, put my legs up the wall because that's something I do just like generally in my life. I'm that person. And I went to do like a wide legged split and it was not even a V pretty much. That's how (laughs) tight my hamstrings and hips were. So there's some work to be done there, but it felt good to, to stretch it out today. That's good. My, um, never mind. (laughs) I was going to talk about how shitty my wide-legged forward fold is, but (laughs) I feel like that's a whole other episode. That's like an entire episode just dedicated to that. So getting into the meat of today, we're talking about New Year's resolutions. And so first question, 
Al, do you do them? Have you done them? Is it something that you regularly do? Tell us, let us know. Uh, yeah, no, (laughs) I don't. I am really bad. I like, I'm sure at some point in my life, I have attempted to do New Year's resolutions, but I am really bad at like, if I don't start something on the right day, it's not going to get done. And I don't know if this is like a sign of insanity or something, but if I tell myself that like, I'm going to start exercising on Monday, like that's my day. If I don't exercise on Monday, it has to wait until the next Monday. So if I set New Year's resolutions and I don't start them on January 1st, they're already gone. Like, they're done. (laughs) It's already all hope is lost. Yeah. Like, they're not going to, they're not happening. So uh, knowing myself, knowing my own track record with um, (laughs) trying to get goals done, that that approach really doesn't, it does not work for me. Um, and I, I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with setting out, um, like new year's goals. And I think that I usually, um, end up not intentionally necessarily. Like I don't sit down in the month before new year's Eve and think like, this is what I want to get done this year. Um, but you know, I like to think that I set out goals for myself and then attempt to achieve them sometimes. So if you're a person who likes to do that on or around New Year's, I think that's great. Uh, I think, though, that sometimes, and I'm sure we're going to get into this, the way that we set New Year's resolutions is not always healthy or beneficial or worthwhile to anybody and can ultimately just lead you to feeling more frustrated than you would be if you were to just set more different goals, not necessarily New Year's resolutions. What about you? So I am trying to think about this today. I think in the past, well, no, I know in the past I've tried to set New New Year's resolutions. And when I was younger, it was things like, I'm never going to bite my nails again, which no, I still do that daily. Um, So that one did not stick. Um, and, and things like, you know, taking a month off from, uh, drinking alcohol in January, just like letting, letting my body dry out from the holiday season. Um, and, but I have also done the more like traditional, like I'm going to start working out and eating healthy and all of that stuff. And it always fails. And for me personally, um, and I think I'm similar to you, L in the sense that like, once I've decided that I want to work on something and do something, there is 0% chance that I will do it. (laughs) If I decide, oh, I'm going to work out every day this week, or I'm going to start working out just every day of the week, or I'm going to do a yoga practice three times a week, none of that's going to happen. I'll be like, no, I don't want to conform to my own rules and boundaries that I've set for myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think that sometimes with New Year's resolutions, especially, you know, if you spend the entire month, for example, if you spend the entire month of December, like stuffing your face and drinking alcohol, and then come January 1st, you're like, I'm going to be at the gym six times a week. That's not getting done. That's not getting done. And also, like, why would you want to? Okay, there's like, 
1% of the world who can stick to that. And it's probably the 1% of the world who were going to the gym six times a week in November as well. Yeah. And then, you know, they got sidetracked for two weeks at Christmas and now they're going back to the gym six times a week. If you were not already doing that before New Year's, we're probably not going to do it after either. I also just think that people get in their heads about like, like, oh, I'm going to set a New Year's resolution. And then, you know, at the end of January, when they probably statistically didn't make it, <laughs> they just like throw the whole thing out. And they're like, well, the year's a wash. I'll try again next year. And I think that there's just something about like the date, like it being a new year and like it, you can be a new you. And then when you don't achieve that, you're like, well, I guess I'm not a new me next year. I'll try again. Yeah. I do also, and I don't know if this is just like, it's been like almost 10 years since I was in school, um, but I still feel like the year starts in September. That is correct. Yes. I feel the same way. So I've never like fully, it's hard to start a new thing in January. It doesn't feel like the beginning of anything. It feels like the middle of goddamn fucking winter. <laughs> oh my god I don't want to actually do anything at all except sit on my couch and like wait <laughs> wait for the warmer weather to come <laughs> yeah that's I mean part of where I live now which is in northern Ontario which if you don't know is really fucking cold like really fucking cold for a really long time in the winter and it does not motivate or inspire any kind of physical activity it's like i'm gonna live in this like pajama suit and cover myself in blankets and just eat stew for four months straight there's there's no room in that plan for working out every day or any other kind of resolution that involves leaving my house yeah no no and i guess like theoretically there are um other types of goals that you can set. You could set food goals. You could set learning goals. <laughs> you could set reading goals. Actually, you know what? I did set a reading goal last year um, only because Goodreads, my Goodreads account prompted me to do it <laughs> at the beginning of the year. And I was like, oh, sure. I'll pick an arbitrary number of books. Didn't read them. I did not read the number of books that I said I was going to read. Um, whoops. How many did you pick? 30. How many did you read? I think I'm at 15, which is like, I still have a month. You're going to have a really busy December. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think I picked that because I haven't, it's been, I've never set a reading goal for myself before. And I picked that like, I don't know, really I don't know. There, there was a lot of optimism in that goal. I used to be able to read 30 books in a year. I think, like, no problem. But uh, apparently that's a thing of the past. <laughs> the thing that I struggle with, with goals in general, is just, like, they're really hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, but that is one thing that I do like about yoga as a practice is that if you commit to it, even like semi a little bit, you'll see sort of progress, which is, I mean, kind of nice. You sort of have like built in goals like that you didn't even mean to set. It's just, oh, one day you 
couldn't do this pose and then today you did the pose and oh maybe that means that a certain muscle is working a little bit easier than it has in the past and so there's sort of like a built-in like progression chart but with so many other things I just feel like it's a lot harder (laughs) to keep track of yeah I also feel like um I'm definitely more successful at keeping sticking to like a plan to achieve a goal if it is something that kind of comes up organically in my life instead of just like arbitrarily deciding on December 30th that like you know I have a a certain number of poses that I want to learn how to do this year or again like a certain number of books that I want to read like uh like I just don't there are so few things that come up organically for me (laughs) as goals in in the middle of winter immediately after the holidays um I just don't see the point in stressing about them if I don't have to (laughs) I did I literally just remembered this I did a year-long that's not wasn't a resolution but I did something for a year that I wouldn't have done otherwise I did a year-long shopping ban and I started it purposefully on like January 13th (laughs) because I was like there is no way in hell that this is a New Year's resolution. And by starting it two weeks later, I have scammed the system and I am a winner. (laughs) And I did actually finish that shopping ban. It was weird because I think that if I had actually started it on January 1st, I would have just been like, oh, this is just like a New Year's resolution. This doesn't actually have to succeed. Like I can just throw this away because it's just something that nobody ever achieves really. So like it doesn't matter if I do it. Like I could just try again later. Which is an interesting perspective in my brain. Insight into how my brain works. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a really good thing to know about yourself. You can have resolutions. You just can't call them that. <laughs> no. Very resistant to the label. Very very against it. Uh, Yeah. There is also, I feel like, a really... Um, something that I don't love about new year's resolutions is how they're always and they're obviously always rooted in self-improvement but i really don't like our um our self-improvement culture like the just obsession with constant and continual self-improvement like for example if you really want to learn a new language because you're going on a trip or um you know it's something that you've always genuinely wanted to do then like, yeah, learn another language, but I'm not sure that making it a New Year's resolution. I have a list. Can we just like jump right into this? I have a list. I actually have two lists of um, New Year's resolutions open. I've got one from lifehack.org called 50 New Year's resolution ideas and how to achieve each of them. Oh my God. Uh, And then I've also got one from Good Housekeeping, which I'm not going to go through that one in quite as much depth. Actually, you know what? Let's start with the Good Housekeeping one, Um, because this is related to last week. The Good Housekeeping New Year's Resolution article number 35 is Meditate Every Day. And do you want to know what they suggest buying in order to help you learn how to meditate? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Muse, the brain-sensing headband. Only $119 on Amazon. Actually, uh, oh, I guess that's probably American. Uh, 
Or it's maybe it's the first one. It's not Muse Two. Yeah, it might be the, the it's the cheaper yeah, one, the little one. So yeah, she's on here. I hate her just as much <laughs> as I hated her last week. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I find that really really annoying. And then the other thing um, was it, it it wasn't even a fitness goal. Uh, I'm gonna find it. Oh, there she is. It's not even. It's not. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It's not even a fitness goal. Number 20 of 40 is wear workout gear that makes you feel good, which honestly kind of like it's not a terrible goal. I don't know why it needs to be a New Year's resolution. You can literally just do that whenever you want to do that. I mean, I I think the presumption with that one or what I would assume where I feel like what people would think is, ooh, I don't like any of the workout wear that I like. So I'm going to go to this yoga company whatever that makes me feel bad about myself but i'm gonna spend two hundred dollars on new leggings and then i'm gonna feel great yeah so um interesting that you just brought that up because um they do give you a suggestion for a flattering yoga pant here and it's the new lulu align pant just a casual 98 dollars so thank you good housekeeping um look if you like lululemon pants you can buy them end of sentence yeah. end, end of I statement like, go ahead. I'm, not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't i'm also not saying that you should though i mean i think the point is don't let good housekeeping convince you that you need new leggings in order to make your workout goals a success this year it's true buying the leggings will not make you go to the gym more i know this because i've lived it <laughs> so just believe me on that point because most of these, so this one's lifehack.org, 50 New Year's resolutions. This is so weird because this is like, it's like New Year's resolution ideas. It's like a New Year's resolution template. Like, if, like, like you didn't have, you genuinely didn't have any ideas. So you freaking Googled it because you thought you had to set a New Year's resolution. And now lifehack.org is going to help you. Like, if, if you don't want to do anything, like, fucking don't. <laughs> Is the so because there so there's fifty things on that list, right? There are. Is because you are looking at it, and I am not. Is the idea that like everybody does all fifty, or is it like do you pick a couple? I think the intention is that you pick a couple. I can't imagine that you could do all fifty, and also I don't think that all fifty would necessarily be applicable to everyone. I just sent it to you. Um, so there's a lot of like average kind of stuff. Get in shape, which is not a good. What a great goal. Like just get in shape. Just, just do it. Just get in shape. Just go, um, start eating healthier again. Just do that. Just start eating healthier. No big deal. Stop procrastinating. (laughs) Uh, improve your concentration and mental skills. Again, just do it. Just do it. Um, five, meet new people. Okay, that one's well, okay. That one's the worst. So let's just strike that one from the record. Okay, sorry. I mean, it would be an easier thing to implement. It would also be the most annoying thing to implement. Let's not let's not meet anybody. Um, become more active. I'm not really sure. I guess that is distinct then from getting in shape, but whatever become more confident and take some chances cool 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 um but then we get down to like some weird shit number 16 find a significant other Alrighty, 
Find a significant other that for 2020. This goal to me is so stupid. The fact that it's included on this. I know that finding a relationship is really important for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> the idea of like setting it as like a New Year's resolution is so beyond. Number 16 is find a significant other, which is like the worst. But also the number 17, presumably that you found number 16. Number 17 is have better sex. Yeah, just do that. Just do it for the whole year. For the whole entire year. Um, yeah. Look, and this is so weird to me. I, again, I can understand like why maybe you would want to have that as a goal but I mean like professional tip if you're having really terrible sex just you can go ahead and start correcting that now you don't have to wait for (laughs) New Year's Day (laughs) there are resources available to help you correct that situation (laughs) I found one on the list that I support but also don't support simultaneously number 28 is adopt a cute pet which I'm very on board with because I right now would like to adopt another cute pet, but I also don't love the idea of people adopting pets um, willy-nilly. As a goal that you just like randomly decided. Yeah. Like, this Um, is my goal. Exactly. Like, if, (laughs) again, if your goal, if, if you want to adopt another pet or a pet, you already know that. It's not like, I just, I just feel like the arbitrary deciding to do something because it's new year's like just don't just do it now or do it in june or whenever it's good for example if i scroll back up this list number 14 is watch less tv i am not doing that in january as we have discussed it is freaking cold here i'm not gonna no i'm gonna keep watching the same possibly more TV in June when it's nice I will most likely watch a lot less TV and that's okay I'm happy with that it's great uh same with give up cigarettes again it's a laudable goal do it start now if you want to give up cigarettes or like pick a date it honestly if New Year's is gonna help make it New Year's but if you know that you want to stop smoking you've already You've already started the goals. You know what I mean? It's not a New Year's resolution. It's like a right now resolution. You've you've set this goal into motion. Yeah, I feel like waiting, if you have something in mind that you know that you want to do, I feel like waiting till New Year's like could be demotivating for you because you're like, oh, I really want to do this thing, but like I really want to just wait to do it for some reason until like everyone else is doing their resolutions. So then we can all fail together. I don't know if that's the mindset, but that's where my brain goes. Yeah, I kind of feel like it because and because New Year's resolutions are so just culturally known for being something that you want to do and then you don't actually do. (laughs) It kind of just feels like a like a get out, get out of jail free card for you just actually not doing the thing that you're going to do. Again, you know what? If New Year's resolutions have worked for you in the past, uh, great. I'm really happy for you. We're not talking to you. (laughs) This is for the people like us who suck at keeping their New Year's resolutions or just suck at goals generally. Um, yeah. (laughs) I'm still on this list. Number 37, get over an ex. 
Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, again, start. you can start that process now if you would like. Number 38, learn to control your emotions. Is there an affiliate link to Amuse Headband in there? Because I feel like that would be a really good segue for them. Oh, <laughs> there are a lot of links in here. I'm assuming they're all to... There's so many of them. I clicked on one. There was one earlier that was about meditating. And so I clicked on it and it was an article from Lifehack about how meditation can help improve your productivity. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I also really like number 43, which is become more romantic. Just do that. Just do that. Just learn how to become more romantic. Um, apparently it will be fun even if you're not the romantic type. That's what this says. And then there is a link to another article which holy crap anyone can become romantic with these 30 tips oh my god okay now we're off topic but i'm gonna read possibly this whole list (laughs) for some reason this is number one it's is your partner sick at work surprise them with hot cocoa or tea If they've got a terrible case of the flu, you could even bring them a thermos containing Theraflu. If they have a terrible case of the flu, why are they at work? They should not be at work. Everyone hates that. If you are one of those people who goes to your office when you are like really sick and just like leaving a wake of germs behind you, stop. Go home. We all hate you. Literally everybody. Literally everyone hates you. Um, number two is make a mixtape or CD, which I think that should uh, be subbed out with make like a Spotify playlist. Make them a, <laughs> a private Spotify playlist that only they can listen to. Uh, start every day with a hug and a kiss. That's cute. Write a love note. Also cute. Write a love poem. If someone um, wrote me a love poem, I would make fun of them relentlessly i just want (laughs) everyone to know that that's um yeah i would quote it at like like to people in public (laughs) (laughs) what you would really do is if you got a love poem you would read it on this podcast so everybody could hear it (laughs) yeah online forever um go on a picnic never stop complimenting your partner Never stop. Never, ever stop. Never stop. stop. If you stop complimenting your partner, you are not romantic. And fuck you. (laughs) That piece of advice is so insane. If someone was like nonstop complimenting me, I would kill them probably. I think that they were like a body snatcher. (laughs) Like an alien trying to mimic human behavior and seduce me. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Um, Okay. Shoulder rubs. Great. Say I love you. Great. Some good tips from um, Life Hack here. Number 10 is start conversations with do you remember that one time? I do this all the time for the record. Oh, my God. You're so romantic. Oh, my God. <sighs> Mainly because I have a terrible memory. So I'm genuinely asking. Do you remember? Or <laughs> did I make that up? <laughs> Ew. Okay. Sorry. We're going to skip down the list a little bit here. Go to a movie, but don't actually watch it. Go to a movie together and make out like love-struck high school teenagers. Hello, please do not do this. First of all, how much disposable income do you have? Movies, I don't know if anyone has noticed, but they are getting more and more expensive. Um, 
don't try to kiss me while we're watching a movie because I will punch you in the face. I don't have time. If I have been dragged all the way out to a movie theater, it's because it's a movie that I actually do want to see. Um, and if you are not like this and you are a person who likes to just go to the movie theater to like creepily make out with somebody, stop doing that. <laughs> That's why Netflix and chill was invented. Just go home. Ooh. Uh, this one says, why so serious? I know that one is terrifyingly phrased. Uh, and it's got, okay, go to a comedy club. Good. That's a, that's a solid date night as long as like, you know. You're not going to Yuck Yucks and Louis C.K. is playing there for seven nights. (laughs) Um, And then it says, make out in a photo booth. Again, I don't know if it's just me. It could just be me. But doing date things that remind me of all the gross, terrible, cringy date things I did when I was like 17 or 18. Not sexy. Extremely unsexy. Don't make out in places where other people are it's weird and gross stop doing it we all hate it (laughs) everyone hates it but then the first one on this list in why so serious have tickle fights no that is the worst (laughs) the stupidest advice don't have tickle fights what okay we're just gonna keep going um look at the stars okay take up a hobby okay ride a ferris wheel um, I'm honestly really surprised that it doesn't say make out on the Ferris wheel. <laughs> Have a friendly competition. Okay. Oh, and then number 30, friends, listeners, is just be creative. The other 29 tips should give you some inspiration that will help you be more romantic. So this is actually a list of 29 things that you can do to be more romantic, not a full 30. Um, Lifehack.org, notorious bunch of fucking liars. So I think the question remains, given what we've talked about, about New Year's resolutions, do you have any plans to make any for this beautiful glorious new year of 2020 that we will find ourselves in or do find ourselves in depending on when you listen to this episode i um didn't until i read that article about being romantic and now i have 29 (laughs) um yeah no probably not i do have goals that i uh would like to accomplish in the near future like let's call it the one year future um but they're not, I'm not starting them on January 1st, if that if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. I have a lot of things I would like to get done in 2019, but none of them are resolutions. Like I'd really like to fill the holes in the wall that I'm currently staring at in my recording space in my home, but that's not really a resolution. But it's a goal, which I think is like the interesting thing is some people think they're interchangeable, but I don't think that they really are. Um Here's the other insight into my brain about goals. I don't love setting goals because I don't like being disappointed. (laughs) So I'm like, well, if I don't set any goals, I'm a winner. I totally nailed it. I think that's totally legit. I think that's a totally legit way of dealing with your life. Um, (laughs) No, one thing um, that I do think about New Year's resolutions, like just looking at this um, list is that they're either just way too vague or they're way too specific. Um, 
And I think that that can lead to people, specifically people like me, um, either getting overwhelmed or getting discouraged. Uh, whereas if I, again, come naturally by like a, an achievable goal or something that I want to accomplish in a certain time frame, um, approaching it and then also knowing that I can't approach it with like a weird, strict um, time constraints on it. Like I said, I'm going to start exercising on Monday. No, I'm not going to start exercising on Monday. But if I tell myself, like, I want to do at least one yoga practice next week, then it will probably get done. I think it's, yeah, I think it's all about setting, like, a sustainable goal that you'll actually be able to achieve. And if that is, you know, I'm going to stretch for, like, five minutes a day or, like, half an hour once a week, like, I think that's way more sustainable for most people and achievable and therefore motivating than being like, I'm going to start an Ashtanga yoga practice and I'm going to practice an hour and a half or more every single goddamn day for the rest of my life. And if you are very specific yoga people, then that might work. But otherwise, I don't see it happening. I think that you should set very specific or very broad New Year's resolutions, if it's something that you really love doing, and if it's something that you don't love doing and you always fail at it, do not go onto lifehack.org and read this dumb list of 50 things (laughs) that you can do because you probably won't do them and you're just wasting your time. Agreed. So (laughs) this episode has been a thing. Did it make sense? We don't know. Who knows? Who's to say? really who's to judge the content of an episode itunes reviews that's what's to judge the content um but that's it for us we hope you survive 2019 and we hope you're enjoying 2020 so far until next time if you have successfully achieved a resolution in your lifetime we hate you